Welcome to the Bed with Ted podcast. I am Kyle Fertetti alongside Brian Campbell and Alex Dalvecchio. Uh, well, guys, I guess I'll just start off with this. Uh, I'm 2-0 for my best bets. Okay, that's the good news. Uh, the bad news is that I was 0-4 in my other bets. So, uh, yeah, that's how that went. Uh, not a good week for me. Alex, you led us with a 3-2 and record. So, I think you're plus uh, units for the year, but... Uh, Campbell, you're the one that's kind of been uh, managing Alex went, Alex all that. went two and three. He went two and three. He did? Yeah. No, he yeah. had Houston, New England, and the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs got two, back Two soon cover. Yeah, two spectrum. That's back right. So you guys went two and three. I went uh, one and four. And, uh, we, and we had the same units because you hit your best bet and we didn't. Wow. So nobody even moved in week two. We just all stayed in the same place, which I guess is a good thing. Uh, so I hope when it came to your real bets during the week, I hope you didn't, uh, lose too much. Hope it was a good week for you guys. But, uh, one of those weird weeks where if the ball bounces another way, Campbell, you turn, uh, you turn a two and three week into a four and one week. It's one of those crazy weeks like Minnesota. How many red zone opportunities did they have against Philly, Carolina? You know, they fumbled the opening kickoff. We both had Carolina, uh, as a play, uh, Detroit was a really good play on your part. And then uh, the Raiders, you know, obviously with that ridiculous comeback from Kyler Murray, so much had to go wrong uh, for the Raiders, for the Cardinals to pull that upset. So uh, just briefly uh, talk to us about uh, your five picks from last week. Yeah, so I felt like I was really on with the Lions and the Packers. Um, the Lions showed us just why they were a favorite for the first time in 24 weeks. And the Raiders game was the one I was most disappointed in because I felt I was on the right side of that game the whole game. And then last play of the game, a ridiculous scramble by um, Kyler Murray to find an open guy in the end zone to get the game-time touchdown two-point conversion. Um, I mean, that was a game That was a game I felt like I had that just slipped out the cracks. Um, I was really wrong on the Vikings, uh, primetime time. Primetime Kirk showed up. That one was a little <laughs> upsetting, but you know, sometimes you try to you try to fade tradition, and the tradition comes and kicks you in the butt. So. Yeah, thanks for keeping it. Thanks for uh, keeping it PG, Campbell. I thought you were yeah. going to drop the A word, but uh, we're like WWE in 2021, so I appreciate it. Okay, so two and three for. Uh, Brian Campbell, Alex is on the mend with uh, the COVID, uh, and he is much better for tonight, so we appreciate him coming on. Uh, why don't you go through uh, briefly your five uh, bets from last week? Uh, yeah, you know, one of those I regretted which one I made my best bet because the one really when Sunday was kicking off, I thought, you know, the only game I really, really like is, uh, is Houston, and I didn't make that one my best bet, and then that one turned out to be – like kind of the easiest one of all five. Um, Chiefs got backdoored. It happens. Um, you know what? To be four and six through two weeks, I think is a good thing because you know, and the, I'll keep banging this home. You know, it, it only gets easier the more you go. We're, we're doing all this with the least amount of information we have right now. Like last year, we were all pretty down, and then week ten, we just—I think we all killed it from that point on. So. You know, four and six is okay. Tread water until you start uh, heating up later on in the year, and uh, see how the Sunday goes. I would say, I would say you're correct. I mean, none of us uh, hit our teasers, I believe, which uh, I can't remember the last time that happened. Week two is the long theory. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Saints were in it until the fourth quarter, and then Carolina did hit, but, um, and then the Bengals kind of screwed up uh, both your teasers. So, and, yeah, uh, and the, Se- the Seahawks had the unfortunate uh, incident of injuring Trey Lance. <laughs> yep. And the Colts uh, didn't score a point. So, uh, the only uh, winning side in our teasers was Carolina. So uh, there you go. That's the kind of week it was. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully, uh, you know, week three is a little bit uh, better fortune for us. Uh, interesting board. I honestly think, guys, I don't know what you think, but I think this is a really, really tough board this week. Uh, not a lot jumps out to me. If you br- briefly just want to go through uh, any games that stand out to you or we could just kind of go through our, our plays uh, right now. Uh, no, I think we just go through our plays. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Alex has more sleep to catch up on. He is recovering. His body (laughs) has been through a lot these past 72 hours. There ain't enough sleep in the world. There we go. So, um, let's start with you then, Alex. So, uh, first pick of week three of the NFL season. My first pick this week is going to be a little bit of a, a sleeper one. I am going to go Washington at home against the Eagles. Now, this was seven earlier this week, but I deserve this. But it's plus six and a half now. I guess that's where I'll get it. Hello? 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 It's, it's a great podcast. jeez. Oh, <laughs> that is good radio right there. <laughs> Sorry, I got Hello? <laughs> I'm, I'm going Washington here. Uh, NFC's game on the road. Uh I think it's going to be a field goal to six either way. I could see Washington winning outright. Um, you know, Philly has trouble in Washington, especially the last few years. Um, and again, we just sort of know how these NFC's matchups tend to go, and Washington will be up for the game. You're getting a full touchdown. I don't know if they – well, almost a full touchdown. I don't know if the Eagles are that kind of good yet. I don't think they are. And I think there's good value in Washington here. So they're my first one. Washington, it, it, I, I'm seeing six and a half. Is that it, Chet? Or is there a seven somewhere you can defend me? Uh, I'm seeing six no, and no a half, chance. Too. It's all six all and right. a half, yeah. Six and, and a half is it. Washington plus six and a half. Brian, do you have any uh, any side in this game? I do. And I am taking the Eagles minus six and a half. Wow. Because wow. we are under a touchdown. The Eagles are double digits better than Carson Wentz. And the Washington Commanders. Um, this is going to be a game where the Eagles are just going to control the ball. Um, I mean, they got a top a top rushing offense again. They're going to they're going to ball control this. They got defense that'll turn the uh, Carson Wentz over. And I'm not even worried about this game. Um, <laughs> originally, I originally did This is a game I didn't even have originally in my top five, but. I replaced the Buffalo game with all Buffalo's injuries. And I was like, oh, Eagles are under under a touchdown? 100%. I'm taking them. <laughs> well, I will raise you an Eagle with a commander because I'm going to take the commanders plus six and a half as well. I don't know about you guys, but this might be the first time we've all had a side it is. It in the definitely same game. Is, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. It only took us a, a, a year, more than, a, more than an entire season, for us to actually be on the same game. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I like, you know, like I said, NFC game on the road. You know, if you're going to be laying almost a touchdown in a division road game, to me, you should be like the Bills. And I don't think the Eagles are that level of good. Washington's going to keep it close. They know how to play the Eagles. And, you know, 
I agree. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at effort from last week and this week, and Philly – you know, had a tremendous effort against Minnesota. Minnesota was coming off of a really, really big win against Green Bay, who they almost never, never beat or dominate over. So for for them to be walking into Philadelphia on Monday night, um, you know, it was it was a big spot for Philly. Uh, their home opener after beating a possibly good Detroit team. Uh, we're not sure how Detroit's going to be this year, but they're looking pretty good this year. And then now you have Philly on a short week, divisional road game, laying almost a touchdown. Uh, against a commanders team that uh, did not look good against Detroit. So if you're looking at effort and if the commanders want to have any chance of competing in this division, uh, they're going to have to put up some sort of fight here. So I think six and a half is way too many points. I have this game at four uh, Eagles minus four. So you're getting a couple points of value there, but uh, tomorrow morning you might see some, some betters come in on the Eagles late. So this might get back to seven. I don't know. I guess uh, we'll find out and see where this goes tomorrow right. morning. That's why I'm taking it at six and a half while I still can. Yeah, I mean, if if you like Philly, you might want to grab it now. But, but it'll be interesting to see where this line moves tomorrow morning with a total of 47 and a half as the consensus. All right, uh, we are going to go back to Alex now. Um, and then you're going to give us your second side well, for week three. It's me leading off again? I think it's Camby, ain't it? Oh, you, if you want to do snake, we can do snake. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll snake go to Campbell. Let's snake it. Let's snake it. Okay. Um, my second game, I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons, and they are getting a point. And I just think, let me see. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, <sighs> Seattle. I mean. They had their they had their prime effort week one against Denver, and I think that was the best you're going to get out of them all season. Um, I think they're going to. I mean, that was just a game like that they got hyped up for, and now they're just playing for the number one pick. Atlanta. Uh, I mean, I don't trust Mariota, but I think that the team still is kind of a eight and eight and nine and eight, eight and nine type of team. Um, they should – the fact that they're an underdog in Seattle, I mean, it's only a point, but give me the points. So, give me Atlanta plus one. Okay. Uh, Alex, do you have a side in this game? I do not. Okay, well, I do. And uh, we're going head-to-head for the second straight game, Campbell. Oh. I, I'm going to lay the one point with Seattle. Uh, this is just strictly a system play on my part. Uh, Atlanta's put up re- two really good efforts and two covers, two st- – two uh, weeks in a row. I just feel like they're due for a letdown spot here. I mean, Seattle's coming off of an embarrassing blowout loss uh, to the now Jimmy G led 49ers. Uh, And I just feel like it's a good spot for Seattle to come back home. Uh, They were in a tough spot there playing San Fran last week on a short week, uh, that emotional win over Russell Wilson. And they have to go on the road. They get embarrassed by the Niners uh, Atlanta, you know, they've, they've been scrappy the past two weeks, but I feel like there's going to be some regression there. Um, should they be 0-2? You could argue they should have beaten the Saints. They were up 26-10 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, they were getting blown off the doors by the Rams 28-3, to and, and the Rams, you know, turned the ball over a few times. They had the block punt for the touchdown, and they, they had that scare there at the end. But how good really is Atlanta? I don't know. I know, they're, I know Seattle's pretty bad, but I feel like, Seattle, they're going to win a few games this year, and I feel like this is just one of those home games 
that they're going to squeak out. So um, the fact that it's a short line like this, I'm just going to take the Seahawks. And I think uh, Gino's going to cook. You know, he's going to cook some some bird uh, tomorrow <laughs> afternoon at 425. So give me the Seattle Seahawks minus the point. And we are going to go to Alex for your second play. My second play, um, a team I haven't bet. Well, I bet in week one and they completely towards me. I don't think they'll do it again. I'm going to go with the Rams and lay the three and a half at Arizona here. Um, I think the Rams are still reeling after that Buffalo game. I think they still feel like they have something to prove. Arizona's coming off a, a very high, high win last weekend. But, you know, Arizona's, Arizona's not very good. They, you know, they pulled out a squeaker at the end with some miracle plays. Um, but I like the matchup for the Rams. Um, you're laying – you know, I thought this should have been more like six, three and a half. Um so I just kind of like the Rams for their for the value of points and just because they're a better team. Like Arizona winning this game outright would kind of stun me. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I don't think they're they're like in it to win this game. So only three and a half, and the Rams are very good at front running and running up the score. I'll take the Los Angeles Rams, second bet, laying three and a half. Okay, put Alex down for the – Los Angeles Rams minus three and a half. Uh, up until last season, uh, when the Cardinals had that big upset uh, at Los Angeles, uh, the week after the Rams had beaten uh, the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, Sean McVay was perfect against Cliff Kingsbury, uh, record-wise, head-to-head. So uh, there is some sort of uh, coaching advantage there for the Rams, so that has to be factored in to this line and this price because the perception right now is the Rams not as good as they were last year, uh, they definitely went all in last year, so it's hard to say, you know, what kind of team they are this year with, you know, almost being beaten by the Atlanta Falcons, uh, just letting them come back like that. It feels like last year's Rams team wouldn't let that happen. So, um, yeah, t- tough, tough game. Uh, no real opinion. If I had a gun to my head, I'd probably take the points of Arizona just on the big win that they had last week that might kind of catapult them, give them some confidence. Uh, but no, uh, no opinion from from me on this game. Uh, Brian, do you have a play in this game? I don't have a play in this game. Uh, I'm kind of on the other end. I think this is going to be a game that uh, I think the win last week is going to cause this to be more of a hangover game for Arizona than a catapult game. So okay. I would I would definitely lean uh, Rams on this, but I don't I don't have a play. Okay, so you lean Rams. All right. Well, uh, what is your actual? Um, I guess we're at your third play for week three. Me? Yes. Or is it okay. my turn? Yeah, you can your turn. Chet. You haven't let off. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. You, okay. You've only oh, countered. Yeah. You haven't let That's right, because I had Seattle and uh, the Commanders. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to save my best bet for last. All right. So I, I guess I'll go with the game that uh, Brian kind of last minute uh, took out. I'm going to look at the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think there's a little bit too much of an uh, overvalued uh, perception of Buffalo right now. Uh, they're definitely a good team, you know, definitely top two or three teams in the league. You could argue that they're the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, we have to look at strength of schedule as well. Uh, the Rams, they get that nice first win in Los Angeles opening night. The Rams didn't play their starters in the preseason. It showed they were rusty. They weren't in sync. Uh, didn't put up a lot of uh, offensive production that night, and Buffalo took advantage of that. And then you have uh, Buffalo, you know, just blowing the rails off of Tennessee, the, a team that I'm not high on at all this year as I picked against them, you know, with the Giants uh, 
you know, a few weeks ago. So what has Buffalo really done uh, so far? Now they are blowing the rails off these teams. So, but that's always been Buffalo's uh, MO, you know, with Josh Allen at quarterback. They, they really have the potential to blow out any team. But I think Miami, I think they're right there with them. I mean, they're not top five, but Miami has shown something. Obviously, they, they, they were getting blown out by Baltimore last week, but they showed a lot of moxie coming back, you know, down 35-14 in the second half. And they have a nice win over the Patriots, who they always have problems against. So I think there's just way too many points here. I think you're just getting an over uh, overvalued perception with Buffalo. This line should be closer to three and a half, four. So uh, I'm going to take Miami. Uh, possible upset as well. If you look at last year, uh, Buffalo blew out Miami week two, 35 nothing. And I think uh, there could be a little, uh, little bit of a revenge factor there. So I think there's a step up in class for Buffalo. Uh, and not so much, you know, um, a step down in class for them. I feel like Miami is going to kind of play to the competition of Buffalo in this game. And I think they have something to prove in this game. So give me Miami plus five and a half. I, I like that side, man. I almost pulled the trigger on it. I just didn't have the courage. You know, I, I feel like I've bet against the Bills so many times and they've torched me the last year. Yeah. that I didn't want to do it again, but I'm a, a, like 100% in agreement. Yeah, and Micah Hyde on the right announced... side of this game. Yeah, and Micah Hyde, uh, arguably their best defensive player on Buffalo, is you know on injured reserve now after the year. That's a big loss. And when you talk about the both offensive few, weapons, both few tackles are out for Buffalo now. Uh, yeah, you know, so Chase Edmonds also, have a big day. And you know, it's also like unless you think the Bills are going sixteen and one, or you know, seventeen and zero, they're going to have to lose a couple games. And this is one to lose at Miami. Miami's going to, you know, be hot to win it. Um, yeah. Not saying they'll win out. Like, Miami's going to be – they're going to be up to the game. I feel like they've purposely not really featured Tyree Kill all the way because they're holding it for this game. This is a kitchen sink game for Miami. So, yeah, I would definitely think that uh, you're going to get the A game for Miami here. And even if the Bills win it close, it'll be close. And as we're talking, I mean, I'm looking at the live lines – and as we're talking about this game, the line just went from Buffalo five to Buffalo four and a half. So somebody is listening to us live right now. I don't know who's oh. tap. I don't know who's tapping into this podcast, but the lines are moving as we're talking about this game. So if you want some uh, some sharp points of view, you listen to Bet with Chet. <laughs> okay, so much um, an oligarch, I'm sure. Probably some guy in Ireland. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so that is my third bet. Uh, so it is Alex's turn. So this okay, one's a bit of a limb, okay? So you guys are going to have to bear with me. And I oh, liked boy. it a lot better earlier in the week when the line was way higher, but I'm still going to stick to my guns. And I'm going to go with Jacksonville here against the Chargers. Um, a lot Wait, of people are on. You're taking the three? On. Yeah, I'm taking the three. Wow. I know. I loved it earlier in the week, but the fact that I – my sleeping cost us a couple days on the pod when this is six. I have to wear it. Um, <laughs> but I, I love the game earlier. Why not love it now? Look, if, if the game starts tomorrow and Chase Daniel comes out at quarterback, Jaguars are winning that game. They're going to win it outright. Uh, if it's Herbert playing hurt, the Jags could keep it close. You know, I know field goal's not much, but I really like what I've seen from Jacksonville. Both their games, Doug Peterson's got them playing well. They're only going to get better. Um, you know, Peterson, it took him like five plays to go to James Robinson as the lead back. So he's not, you know, 
doing anything at the behest of ownership like last year's coaches were. Um, I like Jacksonville, especially second half this year. It's some value plays because I, I do think if Trevor Lawrence gets better as the season goes, that seems, you know, they don't have horrible talent. They really don't. So Jacksonville's the move here. And again, if, if Chase Daniel plays, I'm, I'm loving the bet. I wish I had it at six, which is what it was at Wednesday. But since I cost us that pot, it's only fair that I wear this one. Hmm. Uh, trivia question for you guys. Who are the only three teams in the NFL that have a top-ranked offensive and defensive DVOA? You think we research like that, Chad? Are you kidding me? Well, I've I'll tell COVID. you. I've got I'll, COVID-19 over here. Bro. Okay, I'll tell you Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo and Philly are the two. Okay, and you would okay. expect that. You know, they both played very well. Who is the third? I'm going to guess you're going to say the Chargers. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, nice. They are ninth-rated offensive DVOA and third-ranked defensive DVOA. The one concern I have is the level of competition. You know, we don't know how good the commanders are. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, looking back on that game now, you would obviously think that Jacksonville is a better team. But then Jacksonville blows out the Colts, who are 0-2, and obviously they've had a ton of injuries. And Matt Ryan looks like Drew Bledsoe in his last year in the league. So I don't know what to make of the Colts either. So is there a little bit of an overvalue on Jacksonville right now? Maybe. I guess we'll find out. But no, we're not going to find out this week because Justin Herbert's probably not going to play. So Jacksonville's probably going to win. And then we're still not going to know about Jacksonville, how good they are. (laughs) So I mean, I'll tell you this. I think think they hit on Javon Walker. So I'm happy that our draft day thing got deleted because I don't think I was very kind to that pick. (laughs) And – um. I think they're well coached, and I think you know the Jaguars. I think the Giants—they—they they are franchises that have gotten lifts out of having new head coaches who know what they're doing in there. And I think the Jags certainly have that in Peterson. So uh, I think that's one of the main reasons they're doing better as well. Campbell, any thoughts on Jacksonville and uh, Los Angeles Chargers? Obviously, with the uh, questionable nature of Justin Herbert, we don't know if he's going to play. We're going to get that. Prototypical Adam Schefter tweet. Yeah, we're going to get that tweet from Adam Schefter at 12.05 saying, you know, Justin Herbert's out. This line here is the Chase Daniel line, 100%. If Justin Herbert was playing, this would be seven. It's amazing how they know that on a a Friday before, you know, Adam Schefter or anybody else reports it. There has to be some report out there that showed he's not going to play. So I I liked Jacksonville – at the beginning of the week, like Alex said, um, yeah, with it yeah, all the way down to three, to stick with it's it. yeah. something I'm gonna uh, stay away from. But I do love Jacksonville as a teaser like this week. And, Interesting. Um, Chetty, would you get Miami at? What was your line for that? Uh, five and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be talking about Jacksonville later in the in show. The teaser over our teasers, yeah. Okay. Uh, I know this is kind of impromptu, but would you guys want to start like a survivor pick every week? I know we're only you know already third week into the season, but just well, for fun, yeah, I got to kind of see how long week we can one go. of my real survivors. So yeah, if you want, sure. <laughs> might as well start it now. Just see how far we can go. All right. Yeah. So we could add sure. that in. Uh, we could start it tonight, or if we could start it next week, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, but we could start tonight. Okay. All right. On the spot. I like it. I like it. Uh, impromptu. Survivor League starting on Bet with Chet for week three. Um, all right, so uh, Alex, you gave us uh, your three uh, bets so far. Campbell, we need your third bet. 
right. So my for, for my third bet, I am going to go to Monday night, and oh, I am taking the Dallas Cowboys plus four mm-hmm. against the New oh, York that's Giants. Bad, that's a bad pick. Uh, yeah, that's a bad. That's a bad bet, folks. We're sorry. Wow. You're, get, you're getting such basic mainstream bets here on Bet with Chat. We try to minute. be sharper for you. Alex is favoring the Giants. What? What? What is this? It only takes two wins for me. Did anybody not notice that Micah Parsons has a cold and he missed the last two days of practice? Uh, you think it's a cold? Or you think it's what I got? It's Austin not. Campbell. I don't think it's COVID. I think it is actually, yeah, you know, like a probably. I don't know, like the flu or something. Wink- I, I hope you're winking as you say that. I know the NFL. <laughs> I know the NFL, bro. That's sure. very true. They want him on Monday night. That's very Campbell, true. Campbell, go. I'm sorry. I was messing yep. with you. Sorry, Campbell, finish, your, finish your thought. The Giants are not a team that should be 3-0. This is a complete fade on the New York Giants this week. Um, this is still – I mean, Cooper Rush proved that he's a serviceable quarterback. He's 2-0 <laughs> as a starter. He's going to be 3-0 and as a starter after this week. <laughs> Dallas is going to win this game straight up. Uh, just okay. throwing the extra point for me. I'm happy. Give me Dallas plus one. Can I counter? You can counter. So my yeah. counter would be as a better, not as a Giant fan. And I think we went over this last week when, when Chetty bet the Cowboys, I think. Um, you did, right? You at least liked them? Yeah, I did like the Cowboys last week, yeah. Yeah. So normally the first game with the backup QB will, Chetty knows where I'm going with this. The team rallies, and they do really well in the first game. Yep. And the backup QB represents himself very nicely. And then traditionally, the second game with that backup QB is a dumpster fire, the likes of which you would never want to see again. And the Giants, this game means a lot. They're getting on top of their 2-0 and start. It's Ring of Honor night. It's Monday night football against the Cowboys. who They're dying to beat them. They're a well-coached team. And their defense is adding both their edge rushers and Thibodeau and Ojolari coming back, which is great. Um, they're going to, you know, Giants haven't had a pass rush in the first two weeks, and they're holding teams to 18 points. So, you know, is a Cooper is a Cooper Rush-led Cowboy offense that much better than a Baker Mayfield-led Panther offense? I don't think it is. And the I Giants' did. defense, I don't. And the, uh-huh. Giant def- and the Giant defense got better. You know, you're adding the first-round pick in Kayvon. You get Ojolari, who had 10 sacks last year back. It's a home game. Giants going to be dying for it. And the big one, and I don't know why the Bengals did this last week, you can run on the Cowboys. And the Giants are only going to want to do one thing. They're going to want to run that ball with Saquon. I think it's going to work. Um, and look, if the Giants get up 10 nothing, I love them to win the game. And I'm not saying they will, but that type of home field, the home team normally gets out to a hot start. I don't, I don't think Russ is going to bring them back. I don't see the Cowboys fumbling the opening kickoff and then their first offensive possession either. So Weird things like that happen in road games. You know, I remember when I was at a giant Cowboy game and Dak just threw this dumb pick right to a middle linebacker at the 15, and it kept the Giants in it for the first half. And it was just that typical division road game. Like, it was like the first play of the game, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's just those things always happen in these types of big games. Well, Dak because, sucks. You know, I'm not like surprised. That. Yeah, you know, but, but you know what I mean. Like, those things tend to happen for the home team in a big game like this. Like, the Giants are just probably going to get out to a good start in the first quarter because they'll be thriving. Um, and, again, I really like the defense, and I really like it with uh, – and I hope Kayvon's good. But even if it was just Ojolari coming back, you know, because they, they've been doing it the first two weeks with zero pass rush, like nothing. And now you get your two edge rushers back. 
uh, you know, it could, it could be an exciting one. The Giants want it. And, and again, matchup-wise, the Giants don't want to throw it. They don't want to do five-step dropbacks anyway. They just want to run it and bootleg all day. I think that should minimize Parsons. And if that doesn't, and I've been sending Chetty this, and I know he loves it. You know, the Giants do have right now the best left tackle in football. So hopefully that slows Parsons down a little bit. So I like the Giants matchup wise. I think they'll win this game. And it's almost like if not now, when? Like if the Giants don't beat the Cowboys in this environment, when are they going to do it? And I think they're going to do it in this game. I'm not betting it, just to let you know how confident I am. Yeah, I'm not betting this game. <laughs> yeah. uh, go- going into the fourth quarter, this game is going to be nine to three, and I have no idea who's going to be winning. You know that—that's what it's going to be. It's going to be an ugly football game. There's, there's probably going to be a bunch of turnovers in the first half, uh, special teams blunders. Maybe you get a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, I don't—I don't trust this Dallas team going on the road on Monday night. They got their big victory after everybody wrote them off the first week of the season, and the Giants are a phony two and O team. So it's—it's it, it's an easy pass for me, you know. So. Uh, I think uh, Alex makes a good point with uh, the ability to run on Dallas. Everybody's kind of talking up Dallas as a top defense in the league, but look at the two defense. Look at the two offensive lines they played the first two weeks of the season. They played a Tampa offensive line that has been depleted by injuries, <clears throat> and then they played the Bengals, who have allowed uh, 13 sacks to uh, Joe Burrow over the first two weeks of the season. So, uh, not that the Giants have this amazing offensive line, but. I just think the Cowboys' uh, defensive line and pass rush is a little overvalued at this point in the season. So, I mean, you have to lean under here. I, I think the total is around, what is it, 39, uh, 39 yeah. and a half. So, I mean, Vegas knows that this is going to be just an ugly, low-scoring NFC battle where both teams are going to run the football. Another thing is, uh, Kellen Moore typically the week after – he kind of lets the reins loose a little bit, and he let Cooper Rush, you know, pretty much sling it around. I mean, he didn't, he threw for like 215 yards and a couple touchdowns, whatever. But usually the week after, especially when they go on the road, they get really, really conservative, and they're going to go right back to running the football, pounding it with Zeke, you know, running into a brick wall. Uh, they're going to probably have Pollard go back 20 yards and and you know <laughs> you know and throw a pick or something on a halfback pass, but. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, the Giants probably squeak one out here. I don't have a, I don't have a play in this game. Just a lean to the Giants, but it's an easy pass. Okay. All right. So is it? It's my fourth game now, right? Yes, sir. And my fourth game. This is this is one where I might stun some people again, but it's not every day the Patriots get points at home. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the two and a half with New England going against the Ravens here. Um. Belichick's going to take the running game away from Lamar. You know that's going to be his thing. He's like, I'll just make Lamar throw it. Um, the Raven defense is terrible. It's so bad. So bad. Um, I trust Belichick more than, than I trust uh, Lamar in this game. Not very often the Patriots are ever getting points in Foxborough. And, you know, for all the – I know we were excited about the Ravens before the year. I, I – I don't see it in the first two weeks at all. They, you know, the Jets hung with them for three quarters, and then last week was obviously just a dumpster fire. So I'm taking New England here. Take the points. Uh, I think that's the short move. I think tomorrow morning it might be three because I think people will probably hop on the Lamar train. But um, I guess for now it's two and a half, right? Yep. Two and a half, right. yeah. So take, I, I think you're right, too. Yeah, I'll take the two and a half with New England. 
Campbell, what do you think? Uh, I don't agree with it. Uh, New England doesn't have the type of receivers to be able to get over the top of the Ravens' secondary like Miami did. Uh, I think Baltimore will be able to keep everything in front of them, uh, limit the big plays, and um, Baltimore has the big play potential. I mean, last week, five plays over 75 yards. Baltimore had three of them. Or five touchdowns for every 75 yards. Baltimore had three of them. Like, they got that big play potential that they can break out of score at any moment. I don't see New England being able to do the same. Yeah, easy pass. I really don't have any opinion or feel on this game one way or another. Uh, like, the system that I use kind of leans Baltimore, but uh, I, I can't trust their defense. I really can't. I don't know how they're going to respond to that massive collapse of the Dolphins uh, last week. And then New England, I'm not very high on this year anyway. So uh, it's an easy pass. I really don't have an opinion on this at all. Probably the Patriots would be a good teaser leg. But then again, I don't really like the New England side, so I'm not going to force it. So it's just a pass for me. But we have uh, Alex taking New England plus two and a half. I'm assuming he likes them to win the game outright. Yes. Okay. I do. All right. So, uh, Campbell, we need your fourth bet, or is it my turn? Uh, I still got my fourth bet. Um, I can do that. Well, sure. I'm going back. So, I'm going back to the well. They've screwed me already, but I'm going to give them one more chance. I'm going to take the Raiders minus two. Wow. <laughs> well, classic Las back. Vegas. Next time will be next time will be my time. Right. <laughs> Fits the city it, they play in. Again, this is. Probably more a fade on Tennessee. I think Tennessee is down. Like I, Derrick Henry does not look like the Derrick Henry of old. Uh, guy's getting tackled by first guy almost every time. He's not breaking any tackles. I mean, he was at, he averaged one point eight yards a carry last week. Um, Raiders, uh, I think that they're finally going to put something together and be able to hold on to it this time. And to be able to get this game under a field goal, uh, I think the Raiders, it's, they got bounced back from last week's disaster. That's my opinion. So give me them at minus two. I mean, is it safe to say if there is an elimination game in week three, this is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, you know, then, and the reason, because you guys know I love betting my Chiefs, but I stayed away. You know, I think the Colts and Raiders are in the toughest spot this week. Um. You know, 0-3 is a death sentence, you know? So, like, how are, how will the Colts handle the Chiefs? How will the uh, how will the Raiders handle this game? Um, I mean, it's must win. You know, if you see playoff teams from last year that are 0-2, and that will lead you to where my best bet's going. Um, but then again, you know, like, you should you – know, what do you got, Candy? Uh, Tennessee can be 0-3, and, and they're still going to be, at worst, one game back of the division lead. In that's that true. division, like – But, you, you know, 0-3 hold... just, you know, the players know. You know, 0-3 is no bueno. Did you guys know that at 0-2, the Colts are still the current favorite to win their division? No, I did not. <laughs> they're going to be 0-3. I think they're going to be 0-3. Too. It's, I mean, it's crazy to think Vegas and Tennessee, oh, two one. playoff teams from last year. Tennessee, number oh, one, one seed. 0-1-1. 0-1-1. Oh, yeah. oh, That's right. But two uh, playoff teams last year in the AFC, Vegas and Tennessee, just trying to avoid an 0-3 start. Yeah, tough tough game to handicap here. 
Vegas with the monumental collapse, who knows how they're going to respond. And then Tennessee coming off the short week, off an embarrassing loss. Uh, man, that was a shellacking by Buffalo. So, yeah, no opinion on this game. Alex, do you have any thoughts on this game? Uh, no. No, not necessarily. No, I mean, I like, you know, Tennessee. You're going to get Tennessee's best effort, you know. I don't know if you want – do you ever watch McAfee's interview with Aaron Rodgers? I do, yeah, sometimes. Did you This past week, McAfee said, oh, the Titans are dead, and Aaron Rodgers responded with, oh, Mike Vrabel's not their head coach anymore? McAfee <laughs> said, no, he still is, and Aaron Rodgers said, okay, well, then shut the fuck up. And I <laughs> thought that was, like, so <laughs> hilarious. Because, like, well, that's his peer, you know? So, like, Rodgers knows who the good ones are. So, I, I think yeah. uh, I'll ride with A-Rod there. I don't think the Titans are a, a terrible team. Not one that I would fade for being bad. Um, you know, the Raiders, I don't I don't love them. But I certainly like the Titans coach over them. That's a tough game. Let's stay away from it. Um, there's certainly one I can't believe no one's touched yet. And I have it for my best bet. I'm so excited. Ra- Ra- Raiders is, is screaming one shame on you, screaming twice you're dead to me. That's yeah. how I feel no. this week. I mean, uh, important to note that uh, Tennessee placed uh, left tackle Taylor, Taylor Lewan on injured reserve. Uh, tough, He's going to be out for the rest of the year. So definitely their best offensive lineman gone now. So when you put that against you know the pass rush of uh, Max Crosby and that defensive line of the Raiders, that could be a tough matchup there. You know what that means, boring injury, Chetty? The Giants will probably have their first All-Pro in 11 seasons this year. Ain't that exciting? Very exciting times. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what better? What better times than now? Uh, all right, so I'm going to go to my fourth bet. And this might be the game that you're talking about, Alex. I'm going to go to the Cincinnati Bengals at the Damn New York it. Jets. Damn it. Yeah, that's and my I, best bet. I beat them to his best bet. I'm going to lay the six with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Uh, same side too. You're doomed. I know. I know. Typical. Uh, yeah, it's an easy <laughs> Jets win now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now a typical bounce back spot, right? So, uh, Bengals. Uh, tough two matchups. Uh, the first two weeks of the year in terms of the defensive fronts they've gone against. You know, with the Bengals obviously doing a lot of shifting around on the offensive line, signing a bunch of free agents. And uh, going up against Pittsburgh while they, you know, had T.J. Watt and the, and uh, the other good players they have in the D-line. And then Dallas has a pretty good defensive front, too. So they, they get a little bit of a break here with the Jets, who got a miraculous victory. I don't know how I won that bet last week. I'm not going to take any credit for taking the Jets plus six and mm-hmm. a half. Uh, but somehow they not only co- not only covered, but won that game outright. Crazy. Um, I think it's that's only occurred eight times since 1993 or something like that, where a team has scored 13 points within the pat within the uh, the final uh, one and a half minutes. So uh, Jets get a miraculous victory uh, against a backup quarterback, and a game that if Nick Chubb goes down to the one yard line, we're not even talking about you know the Jets uh, at a 500 record right now. So Cincinnati, at some point, they got to win a game, right? So. Uh, I took him in the circus survivor, so I, <laughs> I I truly believe they're gonna win this game. So I'll lay the six and uh hope for the best. But they get a break here in terms of the Cincinnati offensive line going against the Jets, uh who have a really, really tough time rushing the passer. So uh give me the Jets uh minus six, not a best bet though. Alex. My best bet, yeah. Bengals, um, you know, championship pedigree. They're gonna be desperate. They've been getting dinged for two weeks now. Um you know. 
look, last last weekend they got pushed around. But, you know, really when you're watching, you know, the fourth quarter, they gave themselves so many extra chances and they just didn't quite make that play. I think you're seeing a lot of Joe Burrow didn't play all of August. And I think that's really showing up in the way that offense is moving right now. But every week of practice, he should get better. And I just don't like the Jets much at all. Um, you know, they haven't shown much in either week. I think Mixon's going to have a good game here if you're looking for a little bit of a prop bet play. Um, I don't the, – the only thing that worried me last week, and Chad, you could say you were watching the game, it felt like if the Bengals just decided to commit fully to the run, they would have finished those drives. But it felt like they kept just throwing and throwing, getting behind the chains and getting holds and sacks. And I, I yeah. just couldn't believe they kept getting away from the run when Mixon was getting it to second and four every time he touched the ball. Um they have to get but him going to take pressure off of Burrow. Yeah, they, they have to. And the Jets' run defense is porous. Um, they are flying high, but you know how New York goes. I mean, all of talk radio is talking about how great the Jets are and how we beat the Bengals last year. The Bengals last year, the entire postseason, had to hear about how they lost to the Jets. They are ready for this game. They're going to show up in it, and I think they're going to make up for the Mike F. and White fiasco last year. They were, and there, there, there's a big difference between uh, last year's game between the Bengals and Jets and this year. Not, not just Mike White. I know Campbell wanted to throw that in there, but uh, the <laughs> last year the Bengals were coming off a huge divisional road win against Baltimore, where they were six and a half point dogs. They won outright, and the next week they're ten point road favorites at the Jets. And obviously Mike White has a career day, but now, now the tables have kind of turned a little bit, where the Jets are coming off of that big miraculous win. And the Bengals are coming in a little bit angry and frustrated. So I think uh, you're going to get a pretty good effort from uh, Cincinnati here. Campbell. You know, the one the one thing that both Cincinnati's opponents had in common the first two weeks was a good pass rush. The Jets don't have that. And I think that's going to be the difference in why Burrow's going to be able to sit back, kind of pick on the young safeties of the Jets. And I could see – Chase and Higgins having a big day, um, getting getting some blown coverages behind the, behind the D, get some big plays. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to take this one. Yeah, I mean they they gave up thirty to Cleveland in Jacoby Brissett last week. You know they 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 gave up a thirty burger, and you know obviously the Jets came out on top thirty one thirty, but uh, you know they're giving up a lot of points. Obviously with Baltimore, I think they gave up twenty four to Baltimore. But um, the Jets are going to give up some points here. So I still think Zach Wilson's probably a uh, week or two away from returning. But I feel like the headline after this game is going to be, you know, just bring back Wilson. You know, we know what Flacco is. You know, he had that nice game last week. But um, I feel like the talk is going to be, uh, in terms of talk radio in New York, is going to be, you know, is Wilson going to come back? And if he is, you know, how is he going to do when he comes back? I feel like, you know, Flacco got a few couple starts. He's a good backup. But he's not a guy you want him starting multiple games during the season. So, all right. So, Alex, that was your final bet, right? That was your best bet. I got five in, I believe, yeah. Right. Cammy, did I? Are you doing the slide? Yeah, you, 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 that, was your, that was your fifth best bet. All right, perfect, yeah. All right, Campbell, best bet. My best bet, I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs, uh, minus five and a half. Ooh. I think – Indianapolis, that's a that's a failed experiment. I think we can already <laughs> say yeah. that the Matt Bryan experiment in Indy is a bust. <laughs> a little lost. 
It is. In Kansas City, I mean, you lose Tyreek Hill, you haven't even lost a step on that offense. Um, I don't see this game being close at all. Uh, Kansas City's going to win this game by at least 14. And the fact that I'm only having to lay five and a half, it's a no-brainer. I love when Campbell just comes out and trash talks and is so confident. I love it. That's why I'm in last place. I normally love betting the Chiefs, you know? Like, I would never kill a Chiefs play. But, you know, just the culture, 0-2, they fancied themselves a Super Bowl team before the year started. Do you see them going 0-3? And against this opponent, I would say yes, but it's not a small line. Like, five and a half's a lot. Like, the Chiefs could win this game by a field goal. The Colts' defense could show out. Um, that line might play okay. That, you know, that seems unlikely, though. But, you know, five and a half seems a little too rich for my blood. And just betting against the 0-2 Colts just felt – a little too risky for me. What do you think, Chip? I, I just think it's one of those games where you're going to have to check the injury report tomorrow morning. You know, is Pittman going to play? If he is, then that gives them a big weapon back on offense. We already know that Shaq Leonard's not going to play for this game, and he's kind of their defensive leader. So that's kind of what keeps me off of it. If they, if they were going to get Pittman and Leonard back for this game, I, I would you know have a strong uh, lean to maybe even put a bet on the Colts. But the value's gone. Like this, this line opened up. I think it, the the opening line was at three, and then after last week, it shot up to seven. And you had some some sharp action coming in on the Colts at plus seven, and then it got to six and a half. And now it's kind of in that dead zone of five, five and a half. So the value on Indy is gone. So I guess the value has to be on the Chiefs at this point if you like them. But I don't like the Chiefs in this spot. Um, uh, they really haven't shown me much yet. I feel like um, they didn't cover against the Chargers. And obviously, if the Chargers don't throw that pick six at the end of the game, you know, the Chiefs could be one and one coming into this game. And obviously, they blow out Arizona, but we don't know how good Arizona is at this point. So um, I feel like it's just a little bit of an overreaction, but the Colts are pretty bad, man. I think the key is Matt Ryan. He, he does not look good. But then again, you know, when you don't have your number one receiver, um, when the offensive line's not playing as well as it did last year, and you're, lo- and you're missing your defensive leader in Shaq Leonard. I mean, something's got to give. So um, I, I just have no, no side in this game. I'm going to stay away from it and just probably watch the Colts give up a good fight, and they probably backdoor it at the end, but the Chiefs are probably going to win this game. So that's it. All right. I need you then, Chip. All right, best bet. We're going to go to a game that nobody is going to want to watch tomorrow. And that's the uh, Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. I'm interested in your side. Yeah, so uh, Houston has been very, very scrappy these past few weeks, you know, putting up good efforts, uh, tying against the Colts, and then, um, you know, almost beating Denver. That game was tied going into the fourth quarter. So um, I like what Houston's doing. uh, But this line's at two and a half, three. And I like the spot for the Bears here because they're coming off of a tough loss against Green Bay, blowout loss, national TV. They come back home. Now they're playing a team in Houston who's a dome team. I know they're playing on that shitty Chicago grass um, in elements that Chicago is used to playing in. So I I think this is just a really good bounce-back spot for Chicago. I'm going to make Chicago my best bet at minus 2.5. I feel like Houston is the biggest square dog this week. 
Um, everybody thinks Houston is the best, worst team in the NFL. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to go the other way. And I think the Bears just get a win at home here. And you're giving me under a field goal. So uh, these teams are evenly matched. I think the line says that, you know, Chicago gets a little bit more for home field because they do have a decent home field advantage. So if you're telling me these teams are even, typically you take the points with, with the team, take the dog. But I just think that Houston's going to get blown out here. I, I think I think Chicago's going to win this game by double digits. I see it as like a 21 to 10 type game. I think Fields gets going. I think David Montgomery is a big day. So uh, give me Chicago. Uh, make it a 3-0 and best bet for the yeah. season. Minus two and a half. What do you guys think? I, I like I like the spot for the Bears too. I'm just worried about how the Bears like. When are they going to start to open things up? They have the word. Uh, they're last in pass attempts, pass yardage, everything. When are you going to let Fields start to make the plays that you traded up to draft him for? Like that's my only concern with Chicago. Yeah, I mean this. I definitely agree. On the other hand, this might not be the week to do it. Just with uh, Houston's really, really weak defensive front, this might be the week to get Montgomery going. So that's the one thing that scares me about this game, that they're just going to put the ball in Justin Fields' hands and have him try to throw it 25, 30 times. Um, so, and, and if you look at Davis uh, Mills' uh, home away road, uh, you know, uh, road home splits, it's not very good. He doesn't play as well on the road that he does at home. So uh, it's, a, it's a fade on Davis Mills, too. I think he's going to struggle here on grass. Um, so, yeah, I just think, you know, Chicago, I, I, it fits the system that, that I have. You know, Chicago had a blowout loss, and Houston put up a really good fight against uh, Denver, and it's another road game for Houston, you know, back-to-back weeks. So uh, just good spot for Chicago to, to pull out the win. Um Maybe you know it's probably going to be a close game, but I'm thinking Chicago wins this game anywhere from six to you know eleven points, something in there. So there we go, Chicago best bet. We'll see what happens. Uh, guys, are we going to go to uh, teaser section, or do you want to do Survivor first? Uh, I say we go to our teasers first. Okay, let's do teasers. All right, so I guess I'll just start it off really quick. Just uh, do it snake style. Um, let's see. I think I'll just stick with Cincy. So I'll take the Bengals. I'll just tease them down to a pick. I'm not doing the Wong. Fuck Wong. He doesn't know shit. Uh, I'm going to do Bengals pick. And then I'm going to take, um, this might not be a popular opinion. We didn't even talk about this game, but I'm going to take the Denver Broncos up to seven and a half. I'm going to fade Jimmy G on the road. Everybody's you know, blowing him again for being the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, national TV spot. Everybody is, you know, fading Denver. They're the worst team ever. Worst head coach. Russell Wilson doesn't have it anymore. We know what happened the last time Denver was on national TV, right? We know about the botched, you know, handling of the uh, attempted field goal at the end of the game. So I think it's a good spot for Denver. I think Russell Wilson is a big game against a familiar foe in the 49ers who he's played numerous times over the years. So uh, you give me them over a touchdown. So I'll take the Bengals at a pick and Denver plus seven and a half. Uh, what a, let's go what to a terrible Sunday night game, huh? Pretty bad. Yeah. 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 How'd this happen? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, well, at least we're getting Jimmy G because I feel like Trey Lance, uh, man, that career kind of ended before it even started, huh? Got to feel bad for yeah. the kid. 
But it's probably going to help the Niners long-term, and it's definitely going to help my futures bet with the Niners this year. So, yay! Uh, Brian Campbell, teaser. All right, I'm with you 100% on that. Hello? With, with the what? Say that again, Campbell. I think we lost him, Chet. We lost him again. That is like the third time. He's still in, in the uh, room. So I guess while we're waiting to sort that out, we'll go to you, Alex, for your teaser. You can do the Patriots. Going to get that up to eight and a half for the Pats. I like that Ooh, game. And then I'm going to do Wong. the Bengals. Oh, Wong me. <laughs> and then I'm going to do the Bengals and get that to a pick em. So all I got to do is win. And uh, Pats, Bengals, away we go. Man, you are pretty sharp this week, Alex. I'll tell you what, like based on what I've heard this week, I know that uh, New England's a sharp play. I know the Rams are a sharp play. Washington's a sharp play. What have you been doing during the week? Sorry. Uh, almost dying would be the answer. I, I'm back. Sorry. I got, I got kicked. Hi. 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 We, uh, we just skipped over you. We, uh, we were wondering what was happening. But you're back. So Alex just gave his teaser of the Bengals at a pick. And then the Patriots a plus eight and a half. Right, well, I'm riding with you guys on that Bengals too. Um, oh boy, we're all Bengals, gonna lose. <laughs> taking the Bengals out of pick. And oh I, no! I alluded, I alluded to it earlier. Um, I really liked the Jaguars line earlier in the week uh, to tease them up to plus ten. That's going to be my second leg. So since plus he picked, ten, what is this plus? Or plus, is this plus nine? 10? Plus nine. Sorry. Okay. Plus so we're doing seven point plus, teasers now. Since he picked Jags plus nine. Man, I, I feel bad about my survivor pick of the Bengals now. All of us having it in their teaser. Well, it's uh, gonna Alex. be a real boring survivor, because guess what I'm gonna do? Yeah. Oh no. Are we all gonna be <laughs> out the first week? Nope, because I'm not I'm not taking the Bengals for nine. Okay, I guess I have to kind of wing this and pick a say? team. I'm t- uh, my survivor pick, I'm going to go with my uh, pick of the Philadelphia Eagles over the Washington Commanders. Don't like that. Don't, hmm, love I that. don't like that. That's why I'm taking it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alex, you're going to go with uh, the Bengals? Yes, Bengals all the way. All right. So Alex has, just putting this down here, survivor, Bengals, Brian Campbell, Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, I guess I'll just be the contrarian, and I'll probably get eliminated for this. But I'll take the Bears as my survivor pick as well. I'm that big on Chicago this week. I already have an actual bet on them. Love the Bears. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so Bears, Bengals, and Eagles. Oh, my. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> what exciting times. Uh, so if we're kind of looking towards week four, does anything – Stand out to you guys looking at the uh, look ahead lines. I know we have a game in uh, where are they in Germany or London? I don't know where they are. London, yeah, it's okay. horrible. Minnesota and the Saints, yeah, it's right. great. Love those games, quality. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Nothing's better than waking up at nine in the morning to watch football. That's great for sure. Um, any games, man? If you look at the slate for next week, um, there are a few good games, but pretty pretty weak to be honest. Weak sauce. But the Sunday night game is fantastic with Kansas City playing at Tampa. And oh, then yeah, the Mon- great... yeah, and then the Monday night game is good too. We got some good national TV games next week. Thursday game is good. Cincinnati too. at Miami, not Tampa. I I got one for you, Chet. What you got? I'm a 
I can already tell you that the Texans at home plus seven against the Chargers is going to be high on my list next week. You could be right. I mean, I mean, you have to assume Herbert's going to be back for that game, right? Yeah. But I Rams uh, Rams Niners is an interesting one because Rams struggle with the Niners. Um, Except for that, I mean, they got their revenge in the playoff game, but before that, Niners took six straight meetings from them. So, it's very true. That's going to be an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, that, that line is sitting at, uh, I think the open was at one, but now it's at two and a half, the Niners. So that's surprising that uh, the Niners are almost laying a field goal there. But then uh, Sunday night is going to be a really good game. Kansas City at Tampa, Mahomes, yeah. Brady. That's going to be good. And then uh, New England and Green Bay could be a pretty good game. But um, one, another one that catches my eye is um, – the Jets and the Steelers. How about that? Huh? Good one, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the for the under. Zach Wilson and uh Mitch Trubisky or maybe Kenny Pickett. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But uh are, Alex, are you surprised that Chicago is uh getting three against the Giants next week? Yeah, yeah, I am because the Giants if the, especially I'm telling you, if, if the Giants win Monday, which I actually think they might taking the Bears is a juicy spot because, you know, you got the letdown thing. Three home games in a row, I think, is a big rule, right? So that is their third home game in a row. Normally doing the same thing on the third time is bad, I think. Is that one of the rules, Chet, I think, if I remember correctly? What is that? That, like, if there's three home games on your schedule in a row, the team normally does worst on the third game. And it's also off a Monday game. So, um, yeah, I think the Bears might be a decent play there. If the Giants win on Monday, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I would have to look that trend up. I'm not really sure. But a game that kind of snuck over us was uh, Jacksonville at Philly. That could be a good game. Doug Peters, Dougie P, back home. Oh man, homecoming! Where wow, where he famously uh, quit, and then the owner fired him. And one of the only things I ever respected out of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Peterson's a good coach. Um, the jury's still out on them. I'm not going to jump to conclusions and say Jacksonville's. A legit team this year, but um, the way that they dominated the Colts last week was impressive. But Colts pretty banged up, uh, lots of injuries. Matt Ryan not playing well, so that'll definitely be a step up in class for Jacksonville. Um, guys, any final thoughts before we uh, wait for the week three games to begin tomorrow morning? Uh, only that I uh, hope I'm feeling better tomorrow. Getting a little bit better <laughs> day by day here, you know, kind of where my priority is. But, uh, you know, excited, full swing, and I'm telling you, you guys know, the NFL season, when you're a fan like this, it goes like week one, week two, week three, week nine, week 15, and then it's over. So we're about to hit the, the week-to-week grind here where it's going to come pretty rapid fire. I'll tell you what, I'm noticing already, with this Amazon deal, they got good games on Thursdays now. I mean, this is another good one they got next week. So yep. you know, the NFL yeah, took care of them for that $400 million. Yeah, um, Cincinnati a favorite in that game. Um, I think. I mean, how much? Game. How much would you give Bengals for home field? Maybe a point. So they're pretty much saying Miami's a little bit better of a team than the Bengals, which yeah. I think is pretty accurate. Yeah. So I think that line is priced right. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. Well, all right, guys, we got our picks in. Um, we'll see what happens I, this week. I think. Uh... Sorry, I just want to say sorry to all the 
bad beats out there from Thursday night. Um, whoever had the Steelers teased the plus seven and a half. Uh, also, What's the Chase Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool receiving prop. Uh, he was on the over and then lost eight yards or lost all those yards on that last play lateral <laughs> he got credited for. So he oh. went under. So there's a lot of bad beats on Thursday night. Sure. We didn't do any prop plays. You doing any props this week, Chet? Uh, yeah, Tony Pollard uh, over three and a half receptions. <laughs> you're, 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 you're sick. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. For all those people that lost on the Steelers teasers, you shouldn't be teasing, okay? If you're teasing from four and a half, ten and a half, stop betting right now. Just you're stop. not doing the wong. Yeah, that that is a terrible wong, okay? If if just take the four and a half, okay? That that is terrible value. You're going through. You're going through one real real key number of seven. Like it's it, it, just just stop stop teasing stop teasing at four and a half. You should stop betting. That's why you lost. That is God telling you to stop stop betting. <laughs> well, I'll Rant tell you over. this: if that's true, then God's told me to stop a million times, and I ain't stopped shit. Conchishisha, conchish, it's a conchishisha. All right, so uh, we will see what happens. I get a I have a weird feeling that all three of us are going to hit our teasers this week. After all three of us lost them last week, how funny would that be? Well, that would be uh, good. Can hope. I can't wait till we're all eliminated from Survivor. Go Bengals! That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, please Bengals, please win. I'm in the final two thousand. So apparently, eleven people in the Circus Survivor did not submit their picks this week. Yeah, oh, that's exciting. So apparently, like some people died. Uh, when do you have- really sad? When do you have to have the picks in by for that? Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. So I got my picks in. So I did. You took uh, the Bears? I took the Bears minus two and a half. I took the Dolphins plus five and a half. I pretty much did all the picks I did in the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Dolphins plus five and a half. Bengals minus six, Commanders plus six and a half, Bears minus two and a half, and Seahawks pick them. So you can't say you don't stand behind your picks. Uh, exactly. No, I don't. I don't BS. So, and then uh, Bengals for Survivor. So we'll see what happens. We're in the final two thousand now. It's two thousand one. Is the official count that's left? So uh, we shall see what happens. Good, good luck with that, Alex. I hope you feel better. Uh, we should On be back mend. to our nor- we should be back to our normal Wednesday potting next week. Um, just had to give Alex a couple days to recuperate this week. Yes, so we yes. apologize for that lateness. Get your body right, Alex, and <laughs> you'll be ready. Me, cost, you know the worst thing about this whole COVID fiasco is it cost me a few points with the Jaguars in our pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, my man. Just get healthy, and uh, we will see you next week for Week Four of the NFL on Bet with Chet. See you guys.